Hello, beautiful people. It has been far too long. Um, if this is by chance your first time listening, my name is Bree. I am the host of Vulnerability with Bree, turning your pain into purpose. Um, and I have been kind of MIA on you guys for several months. And for that, I genuinely apologize. Um, but I promise I have a good reason for being gone so long. However, I do not have a good reason for just leaving you guys in the dark. Um, I appreciate everybody who has reached out over the last several months, um, wondering about the podcast, checking in on me. Life got really busy, really crazy, really fast. And God had a plan. God had a purpose. And we went through a season um, in which I will update you. Um, I have tons of updates for you guys. Some exciting things have been happening. God is moving and we are not stopping here. This is just the beginning for you, for I. Uh, we're living in exciting times uh, for ministry, for the body, and God is looking for workers. And so there's going to be different seasons that we go through in preparation for the calls that God has on our life. With all of that being said, happy Monday and welcome back to Vulnerability with Bree, turning your pain into purpose. My name is Bree. I am the host. I am a 27-year-old minister and I have tons of previous episodes that fill you in. Um, up to this point in my life, different testimonies, a little bit about me. Just to recap, I'm a dog mom, my wife to a wonderful man. I've been blessed with a beautiful husband who ministers in song, he ministers in word, just a very humble man. And so I am just a blessed woman out here trying to share the love of Jesus with everybody around me. With all of that being said, the last time we spoke, I believe it was the earlier months of this year. I feel like the last episode launched in March, but it may have been even longer back than that. But with that being said, I was trying to make it through our in-school. I had just begun treatment for an eating disorder that um, I was diagnosed with this last fall. I was diagnosed with bulimia. And uh, we were in the midst of starting outreach ministries. I had started up this podcast and life got crazy really, really fast. Um, the medication that they had me on kind of really messed up my mental health. It caused some marital problems. It, um, I, went, I was manic for weeks at a time. It just was... December and January were crazy months, but God came through. We got off that medication and we switched uh, treatments and we kept on trucking with our in school and God restored my marriage. Uh, it's better than ever. He placed a best friend in my life who really uh, pulled through for me and was there through these hard times. Shout out to Katie if you're listening. I will always be forever grateful for what you've done for me over the last several months. Um, with all of that being said, I am, as of this morning, down 98 pounds total for my weight loss. I'm super excited. Uh, every day I inch a little bit closer to that 100 pound mark. 
and I finished RN school. Uh, we passed those boards first try, bless God, um, because it was all him. I uh, put in the work and he pulled through. Michael took a promotion at work. Uh, so our schedules all together changed. He went from working Monday through Friday, nine to five, to now he works like every day. Off days are Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So I work a lot of weekends now, just trying to make sure that we still have time together. I am still working CCU at the hospital for now, but starting next month, I um accepted a position at Nationwide Children's Hospital, and I am super excited. Uh, just sitting here talking about everything that has happened over the last year, I'm already starting to tear up. Guys, you know me anyways. I'm a baby. I cry, um, but I'm so thankful to God uh, because this is the first time I think sitting here talking with you guys that I've actually stopped and looked back um, December is a month that I try not to remember. Uh, things got, got really dark and, um, we didn't celebrate Christmas together. Um, we did go to my dad's, but we didn't buy gifts. We kind of just put on this little facade acting like everything was okay. When inside we both were falling apart, uh, and trying to figure out what the new year's would hold for us. So, um, and then I didn't have time to think, through January, February, March, April, and May because it was finals at school. I had HESI's that I was taking once a month and I had um, exit HESI and then I had boards and then job interviews and things just got really chaotic really fast. I stepped down from teaching Sunday school um, and um, I have been accepting um, to speak at women's conferences and um, there's been a youth conference that's kind of been toyed around with, um, that, um, I've been invited to speak at, um, we're saving to buy a house in a whole new town, uh, with all of these new beginnings. And speaking of new beginnings, I just went the other day and had my hair chopped off again because God is just doing so much right now. Um, we have found ourselves now in a season of waiting. Um, God opened all of these doors and a lot has happened, guys. Um, and I know that I said back then, like God had already taught me so much, but this is what I love about our Heavenly Father is that every time we think we're to a place where we have grown, I mean, we have grown leaps and bounds and and we're not even recognizable to the person that we used to be. God will show us what is still on the inside of us that he is trying to fix. And so when I got comfortable in that season, um, I was losing weight. I was killing it in school. I had like a 3.5 GPA in RN school. And, you know, things were just, I mean, I was rocking it life. And then I wasn't. <laughs> and things took a turn for the worse. And, um, you know, I, I failed an exam and I remember going to my pastors and being like, this is it. Like life is over. I just lost my 3.5 GPA. But in the midst of all of this stuff that has happened, the joys, the sorrows, um, just this past, you know, week, 
more things have changed and we've kind of me and my husband were laying in bed the other night and I said honey when God closes one door he opens another and he'll never leave his people without hope he'll never leave us just not knowing you know not not him not having a plan for us he will leave us in the dark sometimes um because that's where faith comes in we have to trust that he will work all things together for our good right um but he never leaves us in the midst of of that unknown season in the midst of waiting um i will wait upon the lord because at the end of the day what this last year taught me is when i try to get confident in myself and I try to do it on my own, I fall. I fall on my face every single time and I will make a mess. And so with all of that being said, guys, I just wanted to give you a little bit of an update and and I'm excited to be back. I finished school in May and I was excited to get right back on the podcast and to get back to speaking with you guys. And, you know, you guys are my family and I'm so thankful for those of you who continued to listen even while I was gone. I think the podcast had hit 200 listeners um, by like April. I mean, by Easter, I was at 200 listeners, which a lot of people were like, well, that's not very much, but that's huge for me because I'm a little nobody, you know, and 200 people took time to listen um, to my story. They took time to listen to what the Lord had shared with me. And that makes me extremely grateful. And the fact that even when I wasn't active on this podcast, you guys were still there and I still saw the plays coming through and Spotify was still updating me that I had new subscribers. And I'm just, I'm just thankful guys. And so I felt like you deserve to know why I was gone with no explanation. But with that being said, I was excited to get back in May and the spirit would not release me to come and record an episode. And I could not figure out why I had all the free time in the world once I passed my boards. Um, I, you know, there were many days that I just sat around the house and was like, well, you know, um, I have plenty of time to record content and I would sit down and I would try to get something together for the podcast and I would draw a blank. I, I could not get something together. And so I took that as God saying, it's, it's time to just rest a little bit more because there's something coming and you're going to need the strength. And I'm just not, this is not where I have you right now. And so with that being said, today I was on a walk and I went to go make a video just to share with Facebook. And I felt in my spirit that it was for the podcast. So I'm super excited to be back and I love you guys. And I know that this has kind of been, it's been a really long intro. Today's episode is not going to be a long one. I wanted to jump on and just kind of share part of my heart with you guys, give you guys an update. I will be getting together lessons for starting next week. um, And I will start recording those this week. My hubby is at my in-laws visiting his parents tonight. So I had a little bit of free time. took my puppy to the trails. Chase and I went on a little Uh, mile walk uh, and then it started to rain so I decided to come home and light my um, pumpkin pecan I don't come for me I don't want to hear it I know that it is June we're not even to July yet but Bath and Body Works released them and one thing about me is I love summer and I can go out and kayak and lay by the pool but I'm gonna still burn my pumpkin because that's just that's just who I am so um (laughs) With all of that being said, I um, 
I had this trial, we'll call it recently. And I remember, um, just one second, if you guys are OGs, you know that I always have my coffee. Um, so, and I used to have this little intro where I was like, you know, grab your coffee and join me. Oh my goodness. And the chaos is still alive and well. Um, my mother just called me. I forgot to put my phone on do not disturb. So it kicked me off anyways. That part about me has not changed. I still thrive in chaos. But um, with all of that being said, how do I want to, how do I want to start this? Um, Over the past few weeks, I had a um, situation that arose and it was a situation that a lot of people didn't agree with. Um, I mean, not, it wasn't something that I had done. Um, and I wanted to back out of this. I wanted to tuck tail and run. I did not want to do what God had told me to do. And I went to visit my mother's church last weekend and the pastor's wife, shout out mommy. Um, she stops in the middle of worship, has no idea what's going on. And she starts saying, you know, everything that I needed to hear. And she pretty much said, quit, quit running from what God has told you to do um, and go and do it. And so one thing led to another. And here I sit today um, in a season of waiting, in a season of praying and trusting that God is faithful. And I can't go into too many details because... Um, the situation doesn't matter. Um, what happened doesn't matter. What I do want you to get from what I just went through is this, that I heard in my spirit for the last several days to be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. I've had a lot of people come to me over the last few days and they have asked me, how do you deal with mean people in the church. Um, it's not a secret that everybody who wears the title Christian does not have love. Um, everybody who claims to be a child of God is not kind. Um, and we are all flawed. And so while your sin may not be gossip somebody else probably really struggles with gossip or pride or arrogance um and a lot of people often think that i'm gullible my husband would tell you that i'm a very gullible person um and i was growing up i was a very gullible person um it was kind of a running joke in my family uh because i am a natural blonde um, God knew what he was doing when he picked my hair color because I can be kind of ditzy and I used to be a very gullible person. And that made me as an adult, a very cautious person. And so while in the midst of this past trial, 
I really needed God to teach me how to be kind to not nice people. Because um, while others are not kind, and while others will say terrible things about you behind your back, and they will um, they will try to I, I can't say try sometimes they do it and they don't they don't even know what they're doing um, but they will hurt your ministry they will hurt your name with their harsh words I recently had a situation um, where somebody had said that I only shared the parts of my story that I share for attention. And while that hurt me, um, because anybody who knows me knows how hard it was for me to open up publicly about some of the things that I've been through and things that God has brought me through. Um, nonetheless, I had to learn through these situations how to be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. And so what does that mean? Um, first of all, let me give you uh, where that is. That is in Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. This is what Jesus says. This is red letters, guys. He says, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless of doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the councils, and they will scourge you in their synagogues. And you shall be brought before the governors and the kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and Gentiles. And so Jesus gives us a warning that um, there are wolves in sheep's clothing. Okay, guys, not everybody who sits on a church, the church is for the broken, right? And so the people inside the church are flawed. We are flawed and we make mistakes, but there is a difference. And I'm trying to use my words cautiously. There is a difference in having character flaws and actively being used by a spirit of the enemy. And and what do I mean? I mean, the spirit of Jezebel, the spirit of Delilah, the spirit of Python, all of these demonic spirits, okay? And everybody, a child of God cannot be possessed in my personal belief. If you are bought and covered by the blood of Jesus, then I do not believe um, that you can have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you and be possessed by a demon. But you can be oppressed by a demon. And when a child of God is not walking as close to God as they ought to be, and they are walking outside of the will that God has for their life, it is easy for one of these demonic spirits to come along and influence them and whisper in their ears, right? And so before you know it, they're out tearing people down and they're out doing ungodly things outside of the church. And then they come in and um, they're anointed, 
you know, um, and, and I've heard a lot of people say, well, how's come so-and-so can shout and everybody loves to hear, hear them preach or sing or teach or whatever it be. Well, that's because anointed people make mistakes, okay? And so this is why it is so important to be careful with your words, one, because God does say, touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. Um, so you will never hear me even the person who said those horrible things about me and was going to, around to churches and telling people these things about me and getting on Facebook and posting things about me and everybody around knew that it was about me. I got on there and I made a post that made sure they knew where I stood, that I loved them, that I had no ill intent for them, um, but that I could no longer be in contact with them. And I removed them from my Facebook. And that was that I love this person. I still pray for this person. I would still attend church with this person. I have no ill feelings, but we have to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So I said all that to say this, people still believe I'm gullible because I will hug your neck every time. You could have done the worst things to me and I'm going to smile at you and I'm going to hug your neck and I'm going to pray for you. And I'm not going to talk about you. I'm not going to run your name down the road. I'm not going to spread lies. I'm not going to go on Facebook and make posts about you. I'm going to love you, but I don't trust you. And so that's where people think I'm gullible because a lot of times when people hurt us, our first thing is to put up this guard as you should. But then we want to go on defense and be like, well, they're our enemy and they're a gossip and they're a glutton and they're this and they're that. And, you know, and, and we want to call out all of their faults. And that is not how we should behave as children of God. That is not being as harmless as a dove. Okay. We have to be gentle. Um, we have to be bold. Okay. And please do not misunderstand what I'm saying. Be bold. And if the spirit of the living God tells you that you rebuke something, then you speak up and you rebuke it. And if he tells you to call something out, then you stand up and you call it out. But if he doesn't, then you need to hold your peace. Okay. And, and, and that was the question that I even got today. Like, how do I know who to trust and how do I know what to do? And here's the thing. We have to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Everybody that I come in contact with, I will share the love of Jesus with them. I don't care if it's the if it's an enemy, if it's somebody who wants to see me eat dirt, I'm going to love you. And if you'll allow me, I'm going to hug your neck. But don't think for one second that because I hugged your neck and because I love you that you've got me fooled. Because I also have the gift of discernment. It was one of the very first gifts I ever prayed for. And um, every man has been dealt a measure of dis discernment by God. And it is up to us to pray and to use that discernment and to listen to um, the spirit of God to lead us in that discernment, right? Um, so it is very important, one, to pray for discernment because almost every nine times out of 10, nine times out of 10, almost every single time within meeting somebody, I can tell you either God has been like, okay, they're okay. You don't need to be on watch or God will say something's not right. He doesn't tell me what it is. Not always. Sometimes he does, but not always. Sometimes he just tells me they're not right. You need to be careful. Watch yourself. And every single time God has told me that somebody's not right, it has come out. It has been, but I did not treat them differently. 
I did not not hug them. I did not talk about them. I don't need to go around and tell everybody what the spirit of the living God has showed me because if God wanted them to know, he would have showed them. Or if they were praying and asking God for discernment, maybe God would have showed them as well. But why does God show us things about people? Not so that we can run them down, but so that we can intercede and pray for them because they're still a soul, right? Like, yes, they're operating... Um, under the influence of the enemy right now. And yes, they're not doing everything the right way. And yes, they have a demonic spirit attached to their life. But hello, like we were called to, what did Isaiah say? He said, I have been appointed to bring freedom to the bound, um, to open prison, prison walls for the ones who have been held captive to preach liberty and bring healing. So, and that, that text, that prophecy from Isaiah was for the body of Christ. Right. And so when we come in contact with somebody that we're like, ah, I don't trust you. Okay. Then you be careful and you pray and you keep your guard up around them, but do not treat them less because a lot of us are wise as serpents, but then we're also as harsh as serpents. And, and we completely disregard that harmless as a dove, right? So we have to still show the love of God, even to our enemies. Jesus said that you have heard it said an eye for an eye, but I say unto you to love your enemies, bless them that persecute you, you know, um, forgive those who are hateful and mean and despise you and and that's just paraphrasing but guys we are not going to be effective if we're just bickering back and forth that that is not what god has called us to that is not the life that jesus has for us no he said you have to love them and even when they're hateful even when they're nasty so yes i show the love of god to everybody that i come in contact with and i will hug my enemies every time but that does not mean that i don't know what's being said about me that does not mean that i'm blind to the fact that they don't like me or you know whatever but you know what while they're wasting their energy not liking me while they're wasting their enemy their energy fooling around with the enemy, I can be at home on my knees praying for them. So do not mistake my kindness for weakness. And that is how we need to be, guys, especially in the body we live in. We have so many wolves in sheep's clothing and people lack discernment. They're not being wise. They, they're they not being wise as serpents. Serpents are careful. They're quiet. They watch. They are fast, okay? And, and we've got people that are running around just telling their business to everybody. They're becoming BFFs with everybody. They're inviting everybody to their house. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Anybody who knows me knows, not just anybody gets an invitation in my home. This is my safe place. I have anointed my house with oil and I have prayed and I have already fought the devil out of my house too many times to invite you and your devils over inside. You're welcome to sit on my porch. You can come over and we'll talk about it. I will pray for you, but you're not coming to inside my house. Why? Because I'm not fighting anything. God hasn't called me to fight. We have to be careful with who we allow in our circle, but we also have to be mindful to not treat them any differently, to be not be hateful to them, to not I'm not saying you can't be stern and you do what God leads you to do, especially when sometimes open rebuke is better than secret love. Okay. That's Bible guys. And sometimes God will tell you to openly rebuke somebody, but please do not think just because I hug my enemy and I will, I will give them compliments. Your hair looks good, whatever. It was good to see you. Yeah. Great. Why? Because I'm at home praying for their deliverance because at the end of the day, we are supposed to be harmless as doves because they're a soul too. Okay. Yes, they're under the influence of the enemy, but you tell me a time that you wasn't under the influence of the enemy. Okay. Because at some point in your life, 
you have been under the influence of the enemy. Tell me that you've been saved from the time you were born and you never listened to the devil. You'd be lying because we all have had times in our lives where we have done things that weren't right. And I am not condoning it, but thank God there was somebody who treated me with kindness and prayed for me because that's what we need in the time that we're living in. We need somebody to be, to be one who will intercede on behalf of the lost and the broken, right? Don't go and hang out with your enemies. Don't go and hang out with the people who are talking about you. But if you see them, be cordial, be kind, because a house divided against itself can't stand. It's going to fall. It will fall every single time. It cannot work. Jesus spoke it. And guess what? God don't take his word back. There's no takesy backsies as the kids say nowadays. No, like once God says it, it, it's done. It's written in stone. It's not changing. And so when God says a house divided against itself can't stand, a body divided against itself can't stand, guys, we need more interceders and less gossipers. We need more interceders and more people with discernment who will say, God, show me what I need to pray for. God, wake me up at three o'clock in the morning and put me on my knees. God, show me what's next. God, I'll go where you tell me to go. That, that, particular trial that I went through, I told my husband, I got down on my living room floor and I cried and I shook my fist and I said, God, I don't want to do it. God, I don't want to do this, but I love you. And I want to see deliverance happen. And I want to see breakthrough happen. I love you. And I told you that I would go where you told me, I'm getting excited. I told you that I would go where you told me to go. So I'm going to go because I fear you more than I fear man. Do I want to go? No, my, my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. My flesh don't want to do this. My flesh don't want to walk through this valley. My flesh don't want to go through this trial, but I'm going to. And guess what? When I could put my emotions aside, deliverance happened, bro- breakthrough happened. People have been set free through this trial that I had to walk through. But it was not because of me. It was not because of Brianna Mullet or my anointing. I don't have an anointing, okay? It belongs to Jesus. And he has just entrusted me with it. And guys, we have got to be about our father's business in this end time. So if I could if I could leave you with any encouragement for this little update, it is in the time we're living in, don't be gullible. Also, don't be hateful, right? Be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. It's okay to know that somebody's not right. God shows us for a reason. But when God shows you that somebody's not right, it's not for you to go around and tell everybody. And and God has taught me that the hard way. It is not for you to go and tell the whole church that that person is not right. It is between you and God. And God has showed you for a particular reason. And it is most likely so that one, you can protect your family. Because one thing about me is I will hug your neck. I will love you, but I'm going to watch out for me and my own, right? I will pray for you. But at the end of the day, I've got to protect me and my husband. I've got to protect my little sisters. I've got to protect my little brother, right? Like I've got cousins and and family that I've got to look out for. And so at the end of the day, like I'm going to be wise as serpents and I'm not going to let you in my circle. And I'm, and I'm not going to go and hang out with you. And I'm not going to go and travel with you. And I'm not going to do all this fun stuff with you, but I will pray for you because God has showed me what you're going through for a reason. Right. And so that's what we need to do. When God shows you something about somebody, pray for them, because that means that God has already placed the anointing on the inside of you to see that yoke of bondage broken off of that brother or sister's life, right? So it's not for you to go and tell everybody else. My AirPods just died. There we go. Um, 
not sure what happened there. My AirPods shut off, but then it like acted like it quit recording. It is not for you to go and tell everybody else though, guys. Um, it is for you to, to be working in the kingdom, right? Like we have got to get, we have got to get it right. We are running out of time. We are losing time by the second in the world that we're living in. It is corrupt. And the body of Christ should be a safe haven. It should not be something that people are seeing torn apart and bickering and fighting. But another thing to remember is Jesus said that let the wheat and the tear grow up together. And he would separate them. And so I also believe that right now in the time that we're living in, we're seeing that separation begin to happen. And we're seeing that falling away begin to happen because God is trying to usher his children into a place of seriousness. He's trying to get us about his business. And in order to do that, he has to get rid of the the ones that are continuing to cause trouble and, you know, whatever across the world, we are seeing it. Something big is happening in the spirit, guys. And if God is prompting your heart to do something, then you do it and you pray about it. But we have to be someone who walks in the love of our Savior. Because I I dare say that the lost has not seen God's love from the body. Um, the body can't even love each other with God's love. And so how are the lost supposed to see that? Guys, God is trying to usher us to a place where we are stealing away with him, where we are getting one-on-one with the father and saying, you know, lead me and I'll go take me outside of the church. I don't need to be stuck inside four walls. I need to go out there and and into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in. They need to hear the gospel, but they also need to see the love, right? Because you can speak all these words to them. Um, but if we don't have love, Paul said we've lost it all. We are, our words will be as sounding brass. Um, just this noisy, uh, awful, painful thing. If, if we are just speaking the gospel with no love. And so guys, allow the spirit to draw you. Okay. Let go of let go of social media, let go of the movies, let go of all of the distractions that you can't take time to get in alignment with what God God is saying. Let your little powwow go, let your little click go um, and get alone. Because at the end of the day, when we stand before God, it's not going to be you and your your click. It's not going to be you and your little groupies that stand before God together. No, it's going to be you and God. And so God has a purpose for your life. God has a plan for the pain that you have gone through. He has a reason for every single trial that you will go through. And it is up to us to be quiet every once in a while and listen to what the spirit is saying and to um, really get down to business and pray for those people. So wise as serpents, harmless as doves, guys, I love you. And I guess I did make this a little longer than what I anticipated, but um, that's okay. I know it was chaos. That's me. Next week, um, our, our episode will be a little more put together. And um, I look forward to meeting back with you guys again. I love you and I pray God's blessings on you. And I pray that you have a wonderful week.